0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sysploitation Conflagration. Here are your two amazing hosts, Nate Bradford and Steven Ronquillo. Guys, take it away! Hello, everybody. Between Nate having to work last night... And me not doing the show I was supposed to do on Sunday, which I will reschedule, because of a nasty stomach and intestinal infection. This hasn't been a good week, people. This hasn't been a good week to start the Halloweens. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But at least yeah, we can start I, I, up by making yeah. fun of horror fans, the whinies.
1: <laughs>
0: Today they announced, this will be real quick and we'll get to the stuff. Today they announced that Pinhead is going to be played by a female actress in the next Hellraiser reboot and Clyde Barker's producing. They're saying, Pinhead's a man. And I'm like, have you no. ever read The Hellbound Come Heart?
1: <laughs> right? Well, that it's I like... Uh, it you know- sh- yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, like, uh, when they did that spinoff of... Um, they did the spinoff of American Horror Story this year, when they did American Horror Stories... Um, the first two episodes were intended as a direct sequel to season one of American horror story. And they just gender swapped uh, the, the evil entity from male to female. It was from rubber man to rubber woman. And um, I was discussing that with my, with my wife and uh, you know, she's not really that much of a fan of those, of those shows anyway, but, she still understood the, the, exactly what you're saying, you know, is uh, there is something to that. And I think it, it goes back to uh, and you and I have discussed this before, like nightmare on Elm street, part two, like there's a fluidity to the sexuality in those storylines. And it's, it's, it's an, it, it's intentionally built in to, yeah. uh the mythology of the story and, you know it's, it, it's not you know
0: has the Cenobite and pinhead not worn a dress
1: right <laughs> yeah right exactly right right, All exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Uh,
0: they are supposed to yeah. be pure yeah. sexuality the id the, the the id part of your body that says yes Yes. Yes.
2: No. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. And, and and I think that especially uh you know the the whole role of like sadomasochism and um uh, you know sexuality plays into that in in as much as if you are someone you, you don't even necessarily have to have a have a fluid sense of sexuality but I mean I I'm heterosexual, but I still, uh, I, there are still men that I find attractive, it, it, you know, not, not necessarily in a sexual way, but I can, I can understand why, why people find certain men attractive, you know, it, it, I, it, I'm not intimidated by it, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make me feel like, oh gosh, have I been wrong for the last 50 years? Am I actually, uh am I actually gay? Like, no, but. I, I can appreciate, um, you know, uh, when a man is is attractive. I I I can get on board. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, hell yeah. I see why I see why chicks and gay men dig that guy. You know, like, uh, you know, you don't have to you don't have to necessarily be gay to to appreciate the beauty in someone else's form or you know, attitude. You know. It is what it is. Uh, hey, we're all just here on this planet trying to get along.
0: <laughs> but that's a that, uh, they disappear change. things. But to get to the first topic in our first show of Halloween month, this is Nate's baby. So I'm going to let him do the intro to it because this is definitely his baby.
1: Yeah, this is a this is a. Uh, a subject that's very close to my heart. Um, I I love. Um, I I don't really know how to describe it because Stephen, as you and I discussed it, we were talking about cryptozoology, which is uh, which is where my heart really lies uh, within the study of mysterious creatures, and we'll talk about them individually as we go along uh most of our listeners will be familiar with uh such characters as sasquatch or chupacabra um but the, i don't really know what the umbrella term would be because this we're also going to talk about ufo's and uh other other things uh conspiracy theories that all revolve Crypto- around zoological these things. cryptozoological
0: science is what it's called
1: right right Then we'll talk about, uh, we're going to talk about some movies and some, uh, some (laughs) music and a lot, a a, a lot of, a lot of different things, uh, a lot of different things that, uh, that, that, uh, run this lane. So, um, let's start off with the, with the, with the first and foremost, um, let's start off with the Gimli Patterson Bigfoot film, um. You've seen yeah. that and most, pe- yeah, most that, people, mo- mo- most yeah. people who are familiar with Bigfoot have seen that. Um, that wh- what do you think? Do you, do, you, do, you, do, you, mo- do you think wi-
0: that's that's been the you most think it's real seen? Or? No, I don't think it's real yeah. because Gimli Patterson they've come out and shown how they did it. You know, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, but the first
0: one would be way before that, and that would be the Piltdown Man. Do you remember that? The farmer yes. who found uh, a giant body yes. in his field.
1: Or so he claims, yes. Uh, yeah, again, so he claims that, that, that one was 100% yeah, exposed
0: as fake. It and I think that he did, I think, uh, yeah he, he used mold and animal bones and you know
1: I, And I think that I, I when you talk about Piltdown man I think you're talking about like um uh, an extension of we're now we're going back to like PT Barnum with the mermaid and uh you, pt you know, barnum
0: Dodo's a dog face boy
1: right like pt barnum uh you know we can't talk about any of this stuff without talking about pt barnum and and that goes back to other things that you and i have talked about on past podcasts and in past uh blog uh postings um you know you talk about something like brought uh todd browning's freaks was not necessarily all fiction there were obviously very real freak shows that went on tour back in that era and yeah, that he wasn't
0: made money
1: uh my uh
0: dang it what is she to me oh yeah she's uh my cousin married this guy who was married to the world's largest set of conjoined twins and they made their money off of the freak show circuit and they retired and lived comfortably until the day they died
1: yeah yeah right yeah it it, it was it was a very real industry back then and uh, i mean you have to look at it from both sides there was exploitation in that uh in that but they uh you know it it was a way for for people to make money that they would have never otherwise made like it we have to look back on that and think what what other professions could they have actually held at that time in in society yeah. you know so yeah so so there's a duality to it um we look back on it now and we think, well, that was humiliating, that was degrading, but w- what else could they have done? I mean, Stephen uh, – It's a two-way con. What, what,
0: they said – the people on the other side said they were just being used to uh, – because of their deformities, and yeah, they were using us too to get money. <laughs>
1: And I mean, honestly, like Stephen, what could we do with you today if you were on the, if you were on the circuit? I mean, you're you're fifty years old and you can't even grow a beard and mustache. So what would we put you on on display as the uh, the unbearded man, the man who cannot grow a beard? I've seen that wispy shit. You can't grow a beard. I know what. I never had you, <laughs> yeah.
0: you. because and you I've because always, you can't. I always liked having the no. No, I could. I just like naked face. But I would probably be a geek or the guy <laughs> oh, in yeah, the water yeah. barrel, or or better the guy that used to travel with the baseball pitch show and curse out everybody. Come on, you fucking All right. pussy! Do it! Do it! Come on! Throw the ball! <laughs> You can't throw for that shit, you fucking loser.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. One of the best I, is
0: I've seen I, this guy walk by with his girlfriend and he was ignore. So the guy yelled out, hey, what's it like dating a faggot? And then the guy just, <laughs> well <laughs> The guy blew 20 bucks trying to sink the guy, didn't even come near him. There always Uh, is a game uh, in that You know, there always was a game Who's the carny and who's the mark And that really, you know, but wrestling used that term too Who's the
1: carny and who's the mark And, but, so uh do you do you believe now let's see if we can find um let's see if we can find a, a a union where these two things come together because uh you and I talk quite frequently about different ideas this is something we've never talked about but now that we're here talking about it um where do you think that the union between uh circus sideshow and cryptozoology actually came came to live because it seems like you i i had never thought about it before until you brought up uh uh yeah uh piltdown man uh yeah yeah he built-out. was
0: exposed uh, uh he toured it with the ringling brothers and other side shows, you know and don't right. forget the famous uh, line that didn't get paid off from uh, Reanimator. Who's gonna believe yeah. a talking head? Get a job in a sideshow.
2: <laughs>
0: and then the original right. cut of Rider Reanimator, which we didn't get to see, they actually found Doctor Hill's head in a sideshow.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: We all love to watch our car crashes and freaks. It's gone from the sideshows to uh, reality TV, naked and afraid of uh, my (laughs) 300-pound
1: life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that modern reality television is the end result of what, what, you and I caught the tail end of the freak show circuit. Like you and I are old enough that we still got to see uh, like myself growing up in New Jersey. I got to see 42nd street when it was still cool. And we, you and I got to see those uh, those uh, county fairs that came around year by year where you could still go and see the freak show or at least a version of it. I don't remember seeing a lot of live-action freak shows, but I remember a lot of, like, babies in jars and, you know, stuff like that. Like like a lot of, like, yeah, freak shows. Uh,
0: la- uh, yeah, the I- largest rats, and you look in there, and they're dachshunds in costumes.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, I saw a lot of that stuff. I don't remember seeing a lot of live-action freak show stuff, but you and I are both no. connoisseurs. Yeah, we're too you, old you, for that. Yeah. But you and I are both I mean connoisseurs of that kind that. of stuff. So.
0: Yeah, too yeah. young for that. Yeah.
1: But really, but you and what I are both started yeah.
0: this big uh, boost of cryptology is a little movie and book that came out in the late 60s in my opinion, called Rosemary's Baby, because that started the God is Dead movement. And if God is dead, what created us? How did we create these wonders? And then Heineken put out his book, and it was latched upon like a Bible like a tome of things back in the 70s. Nowadays, most people wouldn't know it. But back then, if you didn't read or know curious of the gods, you couldn't consider yourself a crypto zoo, zoological science fan.
1: Yes, this is one of those sad moments I thought about when you and I were talking about doing this episode and, and uh as many of our frequent listeners know uh my wife and i moved from a four bedroom house to a one bedroom apartment uh not for financial reasons but just due to the uh the our our day jobs where uh, we had to be in an area where we could both go to our day jobs so we put most of our stuff into a storage unit and so that's where all of uh our books are, except for the ones that we're currently reading. I really wanted to get over there this week and grab some of my crypto books, but um, uh, just so we could talk about this more, but uh, I'm smart enough and I, uh, you know, I'm good enough. And gosh, darn it. People like me. I remember enough about this, but yes. Uh, Chariot of the gods. And, uh, there were two other books in that series, uh, by the same author that, uh, I don't know if I would necessarily mark that as cryptozoology, but it's definitely, uh, You're you know, outsider think it, yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely, yeah. A, a, and, and, and those two things do cross over, um, I mean, we can talk about this a little more later as we progress, but, you know, there are uh, theories and people have stated that some that there's some uh, combination or, or connection between UFOs and Sasquatch uh, or, you know, uh, or Bigfoot in the parlance of our time. Yeah, but, uh, and
0: for those uh, that I, I, are uh, too young to remember, the main theory of chariots of the gods is that the, that the Egyptians did not create the pyramids on their own. They were given instructions and help from visitors from outer space uh, and uh, all the pictures of the go- their gods coming down in flaming chariots. We're UFOs, a.k.a. the chariots of the gods.
1: Yeah, and see, even as someone like, you know, I'm like Fox Mulder from the X-Files. I want to believe, but I don't believe that shit. And you know why? Maybe it's just because I'm torn between my love of, you know, the unknown and my belief in the power of you know mankind I, I i believe the egyptians built those pyramids on their own i believe that they did the math they did the science they worked hard and they built those pyramids i do not believe that ufos had anything to do with that i really do not um, I, I, nope i believe that the egyptians did that on their own well with the help of Slave labor, but, you know, I mean... But, yeah. you know, you don't need... Or as Paul know. Moon,
0: he said, <laughs> he's like, whites created trains, created planes, did it on their own. Blacks created pyramids. Oh, aliens must have helped them.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do Yeah, but I yeah don't,
0: the Gimli I, Patterson footage and that the really lit the fire of the early 70s when this is really kicked into gear between that and that's when we got a a little TV show called Bigfoot Factor Myth.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Um, Peter Gray's hosting it, and it was such a success that the makers of the TV show added twenty more minutes of footage of <laughs> well uh the Yeti and some other uh Loch Ness monster pictures and created yeah, a long form movie called The Mysterious Monsters.
1: Yes. Yep. Uh yeah, there were a lot of documentaries in the 70s that uh that they took all of the best quote unquote footage from uh yeah the Gimli Patterson film uh the classic photo of uh the Loch Ness monster that we've all seen uh over and over again uh, interviews with uh the Hills um I can't recall their first names right off the top of my head but the Hills were were one of the first couples they came forward and said that they had been abducted by a UFO. And um we started to form this narrative. Uh and we're we're talking we're talking about a a, a time that's spanning from the nineteen fifties through to the nineteen seventies where we've got a couple who are claiming that they were abducted by UFOs. We've got uh a, a film crew claiming that they were out working on a job site and they saw a uh, Bigfoot and then we've got, you know, uh, uh, a, a a film, a filmmaker claiming that he was just out on the shores of Loch Ness and he saw the Loch Ness monster. And we start to see this narrative coming together where, uh, people are intrigued by these ideas. Now we've got a UFO, we've got a, a, a Sasquatch, we, we, we've got, uh, the, the Loch Ness Monster, and um, I, you know, I personally, I don't believe that this is all a delusion. I I believe I believe that these things possibly do exist, Hello? but you know, but but I do believe that we saw a, we saw a jumping off point there where other people who f- felt that they had seen or experienced these things felt more comfortable coming forward and that's where we really see the explosion of all of this into modern pop culture uh, Betty
0: and Barney Hill were the first couple to ever go through hypnotherapy
1: yes yes right
0: and it's coming out on DVD a great movie about it called the UFO story this month.
1: Yep. Nice. I was not aware of that.
0: Yeah. That's cool. It was a TV movie with James Earl Jones, and uh it pretty much sticks to the fact there's no embellishments. Like a certain right that came out know. in 1978, which we'll talk probably talk about later.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um and I, and i and i do think that's a a large uh part of the problem and i mentioned that at the top of the of the show is um you know i i do i want to believe in bigfoot i want to believe in ufo's i want to believe in uh loch ness monster i want to believe in all of this stuff but i'm i'm enough of a skeptic that i Need to see it with my own eyes for real, or I need to see some real proof. And I feel like, uh, like I said earlier, I feel like a lot of people's accounts kind of diminish the topic because they're not, you know, they're, they're just spreading. Yeah, it's the same nonsense that we're dealing with right now. Uh, I don't want to get all political with this, but you know it's the same nonsense we're dealing with right now with like the the coronavirus you know yeah. like it's some some people believe it some people don't you need to see yeah. it with your own eyes well you know we're seeing it with our own eyes on on this end so you know like those of us who actually believe that the vaccines work and we'll still wear a mask if we have to uh Yeah, no, we're, uh, I think we're going to end up on the right side of history on this one. But,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, if if you say all the time, uh, I don't believe in Bigfoot, I don't believe in Bigfoot, I don't believe in Bigfoot, and then all of a sudden he rips open your uh, screen door and kills you, well, then I guess you fucked up on that one, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's always the same
0: that Bigfoot has been the easiest to make into a typical movie monster with horror films and stuff like that.
1: Yes. Uh oh man. Track of uh what Track of the Blood Beast. That's a good yeah. one, right? Uh that that's a Bigfoot one. Um oh legend of Bobby uh Boggy Creek. Um yeah, I'm I'm not Boggy sure Creek if Go ahead. No, yeah. I uh, know I I'm not sure if Boggy Creek is necessarily supposed to be about Bigfoot per se, but it's
0: Well, they definitely call it the folk monster yeah. in the movie.
1: Yeah. Which
0: And uh, Yes people, yeah. there is a Bigfoot porno out there called the Geek. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's about uh, a couple of goats okay. out diddling in the woods, and then Bigfoot beats the crap out of the guys and diddles the girls. And it has well, the best you... closing line ever: "I'll come get you, you Bigfoot, Bigfoot son of a bitch!" <laughs> uh,
1: well, you know there is a there is a, a story. Uh, there is a guy. Who claims that back in the seventies he was kidnapped by Bigfoot and taken to a cave where he was introduced to a female Bigfoot and uh, two children that were obviously uh, the product of 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 Mister and, Mr. And, Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Mister and Misses Bigfoot Big Feet. I don't know what the what what, the, but uh, he he claims that he was forced have sex with a female uh sasquatch for several days before he was finally able to escape <laughs> that's bullshit
0: I, I, we'd fuck yeah in well the like 70s, in the 70s the our parents the 20s and 30s back then they were fucking everything that moves yeah
1: <laughs> so so wait wait you don't you don't disbelieve that this guy had sex with a Sasquatch. You just you, you, you're saying, Okay, yeah. He wasn't forced is what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying you believe just said, you're, yeah. you're just you're just saying he met up with a with a female Sasquatch a, yeah. he just did it on Oh yeah, yeah, no,
0: yeah. Well he the wasn't easier forced. joke is well, the truth is is that she was a feminist who hadn't shaved her hair her entire life and he thought it'd be easier to deal with to make her a bigfoot than deal with the seventies hairy feminist. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, he, he is. Like it's like, have... like
0: those old stories like, Yeah, them aliens abducted me and I woke up the next morning with a sore ass. My friends all uh, said yeah. they ain't no probe me, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Oh man, I woke up this morning and Steve, Dale, and Earl were all like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "My ass hurts," and they were like, "Oh, uh yeah. Um, last night a, a an alien came down and uh and uh yeah, yeah. He put." He put his uh alien peen right up your butthole uh and then, after he was done, two of his alien friends did it too uh but uh, uh you yeah, you're safe now <laughs> uh we're 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 here for you uh you know if you need to snuggle or something we're we're right here yeah. For you.
0: <laughs> but yeah I mean but yeah, I mean, in the seventies, you had all sorts of weird crap like uh. He had the God is Dead movement, the uh, Chariots of the Gods movement. Jesus yeah. was a spaceman.
1: Huh. Yeah. Um, so while we're still talking about UFOs, I'm going to tell you a true story. I believe that I saw a UFO once and i have witnesses uh it was me my birth father my uncle tom and whoever my uncle tom was dating at the time <laughs> and this happened this happened on ohio street in bangor maine Uh, I must have been about 11 or 12 years old. I'm 50 now, so this was many, many years ago. But I believe we were leaving my Uncle Tom's house, and we went to get in the car, and I remember a UFO flying overhead, and I don't remember it just as me being like, wow, there's something weird. No, no. My father and my uncle Tom also saw it, and they got out of the car and they were jumping up and down in the middle of the street, waving their arms up and down, because you know it was the seventies and they were hippies and they were high and drunk and they were trying to get the UFO to land. Um, and and they were listening to children
0: from the sun, wasn't they? Weren't they?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, well, well, they flew overhead in one direction and then they flew back in the other direction and they got really low to the ground and we were really excited. And then we saw that, uh, they had the, the lights that were blinking on the side were like, uh, you know, eat at Papa Gambino's 499, mm-hmm. uh, large pizzas. If you mentioned that you saw the UFO, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was an ad. It was, it was an ad campaign. They were like flying. They were flying around in this little like fake. Looking UFO. for stoners to fuck with. Yeah, yeah. it was a real thing though. It was like, yeah, it was but, a little UFO but, that they were flying around town with an ad.
0: Con Wilson cartoon that he did for Playboy that had the uh, people outside looking astounding at UFOs on the inside. It had the aliens. are like, let's buzz them one more time just to fuck with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right? Yeah. No, it was, though. No. It was really just like an advertising campaign. They just had this little, like, one propeller plane flying around that was that looked like a UFO and it just had a sign that was like, you know, four ninety nine. Eat at Joe's. If you mention this, if you mention that, you saw the UFO, large pizza, four ninety nine. <laughs> oh yeah, That's the only UFO. Well, see, now I take umbrage to the term UFO. Because you see lots of things in the sky that you can't identify, right? Yeah. I mean, everyone says unidentified flying object. Well, anytime you look up at the sky, you could possibly see something that you can't identify. doesn't necessarily mean that it's alien in nature. It just means that you can't identify it, you know? So...
0: I'd be more afraid yeah. of an unidentified falling object because then your ass might be hit by a rock <laughs> or something. Shit! Boom! Oh. Yeah. It's right?
1: Boom! Uh, uh, what, what, what was the, uh, what was the, what sky? What, I can only think of Skynet, but that's from Terminator. What, what was it? Uh, Skylab. Skylab fell from the sky.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that was a big thing when we were kids. Skylab is falling. Skylab is falling. And this dumbass that landed right on his house and totally caved his roof in, and he was acting like he won the lottery.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
1: Skylab hit my house. Booyah! (laughs) Suck it, Neighbors.
0: Yeah, he sold the uh, I think he ended up selling the chunk to NASA, NASA for exactly the cost and repairs to his house so he didn't lose or gain a cent. Dun 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 dun. Right. Nah. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> the the one thing that I that uh that I always remember about that now is that uh the the movie wet hot american summer uh which is a cult classic anyone who hasn't seen it should go see it it's available everywhere wet hot american summer uh but yeah so in that movie one of the plot points is that a piece of uh of skylab is falling onto a summer camp in maine and the camp that it's falling on is actually the summer camp that I went to in Maine when I was uh, a kid. So go <laughs> <I, laughs> well,
2: ahead
0: go ahead.
1: Yeah no 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 no. No, that's all I wanted to say about that. Yeah, UFOs. What do we got?
0: Well yeah. UFOs got to be so big in the seventies that the government launched their own investigative study project, which is called project blue book.
1: Yes. And, uh, it's strange to me because when we look at, uh, uh, the UFO research nowadays, um, especially within the last year where they have released a bunch of what they had previously referred to as, uh, you know confidential information uh they're releasing a lot of the things coming out of project blue book and um it's really bizarre to me because most of the information from project blue book comes from commercial airline pilots um, um air force pilots basically anyone who was up in the sky at that time in history uh, has a story about, uh, again, I I use the term UFOs very loosely because there, there could be anything that could be an unidentified flying object. Um, But yeah, a lot of the information that's coming out now comes from project blue book. And a lot of that was from uh, air force pilots that had seen what they at that time, identified as UFOs because there was no other term for it. Yeah.
0: And that is a forgotten series, too. It was the X-Files before the X-Files, and, yes, it was after Kolchak. And I think it was like a one-season show called Project Blue Book.
1: I don't believe I ever remember that being a show. What uh, You say after Kojak, was Kelly Savalas Cole, involved with that Cole show?
0: Kojak, the Night Stalker, the oh, one they, oh, Cole, oh, that everyone always says that this was the inspiration for the X-Files. I'm like, uh, the X-Files huh. always reminded me of uh, Project Blue Book more.
1: Huh. Yeah. Yeah, because Kolchak was more. uh, Yeah, that was more like vampires, werewolves, ghosts, and goblins. That was the monster of the week. Yeah. 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 So what was this? I I I don't know anything about this Project Blue Book show. Who was on it? What was it about? I mean, it was obviously Uh, UFO stories. Or or was it all just UFO stories, or did it it, did it cover more of the cryptozoology like wheel like. rainbow or was it i i i don't know this is a i i i know project blue book not only as a government uh you know uh project uh but whatever but i have books about that and it that mostly centers around it was
0: about two guys who uh who were sent by the government to investigate for project blue book and uh it's one of those where they almost kept seeing they almost always missed it
1: hmm. but it but it was it, it was mostly ufo based it didn't it didn't yeah, break into like UFO yeah, based. yeah 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 it didn't break into like they bigfoot a bigfoot
0: or... episode because Oh, wow. What's cheaper yeah. than getting a big old shaggy man suit?
1: Yeah. That's yeah.
0: why we've seen so many Bigfoot horror films in the seventies, folks. Where was Bigfoot Mania, but it was easy to get a cheap ass furry gorilla outfit, put a man paint a man's face to look a little bit like a monster and you got yourself a Bigfoot suit.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, I've got a big, uh, comedy festival coming up, uh, in a couple of weeks and I've been trying to work on some new material and, uh, you know, trying out some new jokes and, I, I, I'm working on a bit about, uh, crypto actually, where it's like, uh, it, I I don't really know how to frame it quite yet, but it's got to be something along the lines of there's going to be a special filter on your phone camera. So if you see a Bigfoot or a lake monster or a a ghost or, or, you know, while
0: we're not (laughs) in the subject to apologize that the only one who's ever took pictures from him are the ones who should never be allowed near a fucking camera.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My, my bit is going to be their
0: pic. Yeah. They're they're not even grained in those pictures. It's like fucking boulders.
1: My, my bit is going to be about how there's a special, uh, uh, feature on your phone. like, you know everyone's phone takes really great pictures but i'm i'm gonna do a bit where i'm like oh man look there's a sasquatch right there all right well don't use don't don't just take a picture man use the blurry filter filter so you know so no one can tell what it is ah good yeah good (laughs) yeah good idea (laughs) yeah 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 no use the grainy use the Use the grainy filter. We don't want to be able to see what it is. Ah, yes, yes. (laughs) What's funny
0: is a lot of these UFO documentaries, cryptozoological documentaries were put out by Sun Classic Films in the 70s. They put out uh, The Mysterious Monsters, Bermuda Triangle, uh... Chariots of the Gods, the late great yep. planet Earth, Yep. Uh, Hangar 18.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Chariot of the Gods and the late great planet Earth were, uh, I believe... I have both of those on VHS and I do believe that they were intended to be, a uh, uh, planet earth was intended to be a sequel to chariot of the gods. Right. Or don't won't, won't those yeah. won't those, ber- won't, they were both, uh, narrated by James Earl Jones or, uh, Orson no, Welles Orson Welles. Yes, yes, yes. Right. So they, they were intended to be, uh, uh back to back i i don't know what you say you would say a trilogy if there was a third movie but yeah, yeah.
0: i i think there was a third <clears throat> book i forget what it was called
1: i i believe you're right I, I i think there was a third book but there was never a third film but oh well um yeah um oh i had I had something that I was going to add to that, but uh, fuck man, yeah. marijuana is a hell. Of, marijuana is a hell of a
0: Yeah, girl. you know the stuff that when the people were smoking a shitload of marijuana, that's when we started to see a lot of UFOs, Bigfoot, and things like that. Yeah.
1: All right, well let's uh w- let's go south of the border and talk about something that you might have a little more uh knowledge well, about. First uh, got, be, be, uh the book
0: uh we gotta talk about the holy grail of the books. Hell, getting a pleather set of these nowadays will run you about three to five hundred dollars and a hundred and fifty for a non pleather covered version. And, yes, pleather means plastic leather. And that would be the Time-Life Mysteries of the Unknown series.
1: Yes, uh, and this might shock and surprise you, but (gasps) I have them.
0: (laughs) Which one, the regular hardbacks or the pleather covers
1: and uh, yeah um it's a mixed batch i because i didn't you know i have the ones that i ordered when i was a kid and those ones have the nice plush pleather backs but to finish my collection now that i'm an adult i've had to seek them out at uh thrift stores and second run bookstores so the rest of them are just hardbacks. But I do have not only all of those, uh, but several other uh book series along those same lines. Uh but yes, the Time Life books are still the gold standard and uh I make jokes about that all the time. Whenever someone asks me a question about something uh, in the crypto field or ufos or anything like that i always just say read the
0: book yeah that's how they sold it they like read the book they started out read with the uh, cryptozoological thing one then they did the western one and then they did a home yeah. improvement series <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't have any of those. But uh, my my the home my home with, is not uh,
0: getting those. Is those that have those Time Life books with all of that that we're talking about will not give them up. Right, it's, cool. it's one of yeah. those where you're gonna have to wait for the person to own it, they are, and then just throw it out in the market.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But do you wanna know a good way to get those books from people before they die?
0: Murder? Read the book. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was
0: always that was always
3: there.
0: <laughs> you wanna <to> know why Bigfoot <laughs> doesn't use toilet paper?
3: Read the book. Yeah.
2: Read the book. All oh,
3: right. Boy,
1: I always boy. liked the. <laughs> I, I always liked it where it was like, a woman is cooking dinner at home. She burns her hand. 3,000 miles away, her daughter feels the pain. Do you want to know why? Read the book. I know why. I, I've seen G.I. Joe, Tomax, and Zemot When one brother is, <laughs> feels the pain <laughs> uh, When one twin brother feels the pain Yeah, <laughs> at the, at the point
0: in <laughs> the 70s we're talking about There was no way to lose money On anything UFO, Bigfoot Or any of the other things that we're going to be talking about Things were like license mm. to print cash
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, I I think a lot of it, you know, uh, Abby and I were talking earlier today, and we were talking about uh, urban legends, and we were were kind of, uh, because she and I were talking about what you and I were going to be talking about tonight on the show. And, of course, she knows that I have a healthy interest in UFOs and Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, all that stuff, you know. And we were just kind of chatting about like modern urban legends uh, and how, you know, how there is a, there's a through line that, you know, when you, when you talk about Bigfoot and UFOs and Loch Ness Monster, yada, yada, you know, going all the way back to, uh, you know, the, the Bigfoot uh, mythology has its origins in uh native american culture so yeah and, and wendigo you know <laughs> yeah yeah and, and and people will often point back to even egyptian culture like you mentioned earlier oh did the ufos help build the pyramids but even if you don't uh subscribe to that uh mythology there's still a, uh there's still a realistic version of ufos in egypt at the time whether or not they helped build the pyramids but you know you see a lot of bizarre artwork from that era that could indicate ufos um but uh, what abby and i were talking about is 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 moving forward through that mythology uh we get to the urban legends of modern times with you know the Oh the hook on the door or you know you know uh, you, you know what i mean teens making out at make out point and then there's the killer yeah, that most escapes of those from urban the urban
0: legends you know. like that are like if you do the drugs and have the sexy time you're going to get killed or hurt badly so don't do that
1: uh, right but but it's still uh, it, it's still like a uh, you know, like I say, it's like an extrapolation of cultural norms at the time, and uh, it it it's not only myths and mythology, but it is um, I, I don't know, there's another dimension to it, and we were talking about that in terms of uh, like nowadays, there's all of these, you know, new urban legends about things like oh the dark web and you know uh you can look at something like the dark web and say yeah okay i know it exists i know that it's a reality but when 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 you listen to someone's story about it and they're like oh i was on the dark web and i saw someone rape and murder a baby and you're like okay well uh i i, I it's not so much that i don't Uh, Believe that something like this could happen, but when I hear a hundred people tell a story like that, I'm like, how many babies are being raped and murdered on the dark web? Like this is a this is a new urban myth, you know. And and I think it tracks all the way back to uh, to what we were talking about, like uh, you know, going all the way back to the earliest recorded history of. UFOs, Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster, and then yeah, you know, uh, hook on the uh, on the door handle, and then you know, uh, you know, come to the world of AIDS, you know, all those '80s uh, horror stories, and now we've moved into yeah. a new. Era, you know, I I I I think it's all evolutionary, and I'm not saying that none of those things act actually happen. I'm not saying that none of those things actually exist. I'm just saying that I think there's a, uh, you know, that with each uh with each subsequent generation, we expound upon
0: and they ideas. Mutated
1: they mutate
0: exactly yes like yeah, uh you know in the 70s we had oh the babysitter got stoned and put the baby in the oven and cooked it it mutated in the 80s to oh the babysitter got stoned
1: and put the baby in
0: the microwave and killed it mm-hmm.
1: or we got um yeah, ba- the babysitter uh, mythology is always amazing because, it, you know, yeah, uh, the, ba- the babysitter in the 60s got stoned, babysitter in the 70s got stoned, uh, and, you know, put the babies in, like you said, microwave or the oven or whatever, but babysitters in the 80s, have you checked the children? Has anyone checked? the children you know yeah. all of a sudden you know all of a sudden we went we went from the um the irresponsible babysitter who was hopped up on drugs and did something ridiculous to the responsible babysitter who is being terrorized from from an outside force you know Um yeah the so it, call yeah yeah right uh, I mean so, I mean, it, it's interesting to look at all of these, uh, all of these stories and all of, uh, you know, all of what we're talking about tonight. Like you said, um, when we talk about Sasquatch, Bigfoot, you know, we also do have to talk about the Wendigo and, uh. And, and you know the yeti. Yeah. Uh, these are all these are all uh, multiple sides of the same coin. You know, like these are all mythol mm. these are all yeah. myths and legends from from all around the world. But there has to be, there must be something to it. I mean, there it, yeah. all of these diverse that, cultures can't what, can't be imagining, uh, You know,
0: made the Blair Witch Project work as good as it did. Is they worked on the mythos of the Blair Witch first, then they worked out what they were going to do on the movie.
1: Right, and you know, and I, I think, uh, for me personally, growing up in New Jersey, I think the Blair Witch was based heavily on the Jersey Devil um not the same type of uh creature but just the same type of mythology and yeah that was the big one that that was the big one where i grew up was the jersey devil um jersey devil and, uh, the bell witch of tennessee yeah but the but but the one i wanted to talk to you about earlier uh before we went off on this tangent i wanted to ask you about chupacabra because i i know you're you're uh hispanic so yeah that that, that
0: is, is that what that is is that, is is that something... supposedly like a little monkey-like creature that attacks goats and drinks their blood like an overgrown mosquito
1: but it's also uh According to mythology, it's also known to attack humans, right? Or does it specifically just target goats? I mean the chupacabra yeah. the name the, the name does sucker. mean goat goat sucker, right. So and I always uh, love
0: that when people say the name twice because they don't realize it.
1: You know about
0: chupacabra? The goat sucker? You mean do I know? No, 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 no. Yeah, do I know no, about the I mean, goat no. sucker? The goat sucker? Uh, why did you say the name twice? Uh. uh
2: fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. No, well,
1: that, you know that that's uh, that's one interesting <laughs> thing, and this is a funny thing, and you and I have talked about this before, but uh, it, even though I've I you know. I've lived in uh, New England for most of my life. Uh, I speak uh, fluent Spanish, so that's always been fun for you and I to goof off about. And so I always knew that chupacabra meant a uh, uh, goat sucker. Uh, uh, my wife and I uh, both speak fluent Spanish, and we have a lot of fun uh, chatting around the house in Spanish, which gives uh, YouTube and uh google and facebook lots of opportunities to try to sell us uh penis pills what's wrong with uh what's wrong with you hispanics and your penis anyway like why why i don't know (laughs) that's
0: it but yeah but if we're going to talk about mexico we got to talk about someone big this crazy little fucker in the earth in the mid to late 70s who started a radio show that was uh, broadcast out of a low rave Wi-Fi that was a, a low-rent, uh, lo fi radio station out of Mexico. And he would yep. get on about every day, every night, about midnight, and talk about all this. Uh, we're talking about Bigfoot, UFOs. You know who I'm talking about, don't you?
1: I know who you're talking about, but it's Art your story. Bell. so Yeah, I know. I was going to say, Art Bell. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I wrote a song about Art Bell uh, on one of my albums. I'll give you a little taste of it right now. I raised hell like Art Bell knows the aliens well. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did but write yeah. a
1: song about Art Bell. Uh, yeah, I did. That's 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 a true story. I mean, that, that was, was really,
0: really a good show to listen to with it during its first run. He would let yeah, well, any crackpot in on the show he could with any
1: story. Yeah, well, you and I have talked about this before as well. Um, Art Bell was amazing. I loved Art Bell. I listened to him all the time, of course. And after he passed away, George Norrie took over. I love listening to George Norrie. uh, uh, And, and yeah, they have a lot of crackpots on, but they also have a lot of people on who – you know i i don't i don't know crackpot is a rough um pot is a rough term for me because i feel like everyone has their When their i right crackpot
0: to... i'm talking about the guys like that one guy who called in and tried to say that reagan was a robot with a radio chip implanted in his brain controlled by the russians
1: yeah, I, I, I'm not denying. <laughs> uh, I'm not denying that there are crackpots, but I I believe that everyone has their right to uh, voice whatever their crazy opinion is. I mean, even yeah, the and people that, who caught that
0: them. was the beauty of the art bell. So he would let anyone come in with any opinion they want, and it wasn't a setup. Unlike some talk show radio host which I've you yeah, heard uh, through the
1: years. Yeah, uh uh oh who 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 was it? Uh uh, uh God damn it. That guy Marijuana. that talk radio
0: was based on. Who ended up yeah. getting shot?
1: Oh. You're talking about, yeah, talk radio. Oh, the Oliver Stone movie. You're talking about talk radio,
0: yeah. Yeah, that um, was based on a real guy who uh, would oh, love yeah. to bait and trap. People call in and just totally make fun of them.
2: Yep. No matter
0: how uh, era, wild your story was, Art Bell would never shit on it.
1: No, yeah. Who was that that you're talking about? Uh, Eric Bogosian played him in the in the movie. Uh Oh, what, what oh, the fuck yeah. was that? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um Yeah, um I can't I'll put some I'll, I'll put some music on for us while we wait. We... No,
0: don't. Worry. I'm gonna, I'm there. Uh...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Allen Bergen. Allen Berg. Allenberg was his name.
1: Was that who, who it really was?
0: yeah alan berg it was based on the the life and the crimes of alan berg but there's a difference huh. to, like i said art bell before he had his little incident where well let's just full disclosure it was during, was it the mid-80s or the 90s when he had that weird little vanishing act where he vanished for like six to eight months. Then he showed up with his head shaved and tried to say that the aliens tried to get inside his brain and get information out of it.
1: Yeah, Art, Art Bell, uh yeah he lost his mind and then uh i don't know i i kind of feel like coast to coast just just kind of like there's some weird thing about it where if you he hosts that show you eventually lose your mind <laughs> I, I, I
0: well if you listen to all that stuff from people Every week you're going to lose your mind. You know, you can't talk with crazy about some of it rubbing off on you. I don't,
1: I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't agree with that necessarily. Like, um, I'm a recovering alcoholic and drug addict and I feel like I know the difference between reality and, uh, you know, fantasy. And I, I feel like I, you know, you're, you're with me on, on the air at least once or twice a week. You know that I can pull my shit to, you know, I can pull my shit together. So I, I I don't know. It's like, I, 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 I don't want to disparage anyone who might feel well, weak not or feel. The, yeah.
0: I'm not don't disparaging him. Spit. He did his show. Oh no. Up show. What was it? He was diagnosed yeah. with cancer.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, no, I, I'm not saying that you disparage anyone. I'm just saying that, like you know, uh, I. I feel confident in my ability to pull my shit off. I know that, you know, like I said, I I do still have issues with drugs and alcohol, but I feel like I not only perform on our radio show, but I also do my job and- the, you know uh, and, 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 doing and my, comedy, you know do my, yeah. you
0: have that wall between you and the crazy art bell was uh, down there in the middle of it
1: right yeah i I think you and I should start another uh podcast on the side from this one where we just talk about uh you know art bell type stuff <laughs> get <laughs> some guests on the get some guests on the show uh
2: uh maybe yeah, uh, so,
1: uh, uh, like don't
0: you believe that uh, uh, uh no uh, i uh, i made the mistake uh, of his uh, name he's one of the big ones I accidentally made the mistake of saying that i thought the dim generally Dem- Dem- patterson footage was exposed <laughs> And he basically is basically like a pit bull on a bone on my ass. Oh, this isn't real uh, what did you say? Uh oh god damn shit.
2: Hmm.
1: Oh we got a car coming in. Okay, uh hey, uh oh uh what can I, what can I do for you? uh yeah i think uh you and uh steven are both insane but i also have some information for uh, for you about uh school <laughs> uh, yeah. what wait what
2: uh, uh, <laughs> for art
0: Bell show in my local area <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, it was, like we were, I said... Uh, uh,
0: in the midnight, uh, it was the Dr. Ruth show. So we had like two hours <laughs> of this little woman talking about sex, and then here comes Art Bell. Uh,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, Art Bell and, uh, you know, like I said before, like, Art Bell was always fun, and Alex Jones was always fun before he totally went insane you know uh i i i don't listen to anything art bell says anymore but he was fun for a while
0: well I mean, bell has been on air for i don't know how many years uh he died in the early 00s of cancer
1: yeah uh but yeah no art art bell i always loved and uh yeah, uh, and like I said, I used to love Alex Jones too, and he, but he's kind of gone nuts, so I'm just I'm done with all that. That's that's why we're doing that's why we're doing our show. But what's uh,
0: funny is that you got a lot of Bigfoot horror films, but you only got one or two not Loch Ness monster horror films because. Trying to make the Loch Ness monster into a scary monster is a very very hard task indeed especially if you've seen the Crater Lake monster.
1: Yeah, all, all, all of the uh, uh, all of the movies about the Loch Ness monster seem to indicate that the Loch Ness monster is a very very friendly creature and I I don't disparage that. I mean, that's a beautiful, uh, th- th- that's a beautiful notion. We, you know, I, if, if the Loch Ness monster actually does exist, I would love to see Nessie be a beautiful, friendly creature. Um, but it, 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 it is very strange to me that every uh, film seems to indicate that Nessie is friendly. Um, That's
0: because it's hard to make a cute, big, gigantic monster in the shape of Nessie scary. The I only one that still... I've seen is uh, are two of them in their Jaws knockoffs.
1: Jaws knockoffs that feature a violent Nessie. Yeah. All right, hit hit me, hit me. Let me know. Uh,
0: like I said, the Crater Lake Monster.
1: Yeah, Crater Lake Monster. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, the Terror yeah. of
0: Loch Ness. That's the only two that I
1: know. Is the Terror of Loch Ness? Uh oh. Uh, who 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 does that have in it? I I I know I've. Seen it, but uh, 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 who's the star of Terror of Loch Ness? Uh, I want to say Tommy Lee Jones, but I know that's not it, it's
0: uh, uh I guess Ness I could, terror. yeah. That, that, uh, they got a new one. Oh, there's one that I didn't know of. Loch Ness Terror. The Loch Ness Horror, directed by Larry Buchanan, with Sandy Cannon, Mickey McKenzie, Barry Buchanan, and Eric Scott. That's the one I was thinking of. The Loch Ness Horror.
1: Gross.
0: Internet um, Loch Ness
1: is another one mm. so have you seen that new footage uh online that proclaims to be actual footage of the loch ness monster have you seen that um, it looks
0: just like the same as a photo
1: yeah um yeah apparently there was uh a, uh a, a wannabe olympian who was trying to uh, canoe his way across Loch Ness, so that uh, you know, to to just test his speed, and he had a drone following him to see, uh, just to to track his uh, his speed, and they claim that that same drone caught the loch ness monster under his canoe um but again it goes back to the joke we were telling earlier it's like so what the loch ness monster is swimming under your uh, 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 uh under your uh, kayak or canoe and so you tell you told your mom uh, uh, hey uh can you switch the drone over to fuzz cam like oh uh, what the like what the fuck how, how, why can no one ever get a why can no one ever get a clear photo of a cryptid you know <clears throat> what the hell did but. you
0: get to see the one that Bobcat Goldway did
1: uh wolf lake the bigfoot movie I saw the uh, yeah I saw the Bobcat uh, movie. It wasn't Wolf Lake though. That that wasn't the name. Yeah, I saw the Bo- mm. Bobcat movie. Uh, oh what was it called? Uh, yeah, it wasn't Wolf Lake. That wasn't it.
0: I just remember it, it being actually good and creepy as hell.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it, 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 It was kind of like a uh, Blair Witch Project version of a Bigfoot movie because you didn't really ever get to see Bigfoot, but uh, you knew it was Bigfoot the whole time. uh,
0: Willow Creek.
1: Willow Creek, yes. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: good. And you could tell from the movies that... uh, Bobcat was a real Bigfoot fan. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I I think um, uh, we've never really talked about this on the show before, but I think uh, Bobcat Goldthwait is a great director. Um, I think a lot of people – kind of push him to the side because they remember him from uh, you know, the police academy movies and they remember him from his eighties comedy where he was all like
2: <laughs> Yeah you
1: know, whatever. But um he has uh moved on to a a a new uh, era of his career, and he is a great director and a great writer so um don't let your don't don't let your feelings about his weird voice and his uh you know his role in the police academy movies turn you off from uh what he's doing now he and, he's not uh, that willow
0: Creek was a film. In the same area where the Gimli Patterson footage was uh, taken.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: That whole town where oh. they've turned it into Bigfoot Town. It's like an amusement town. Is that kind of sad that they've turned the whole town into basically Bigfoot land? Come here and get your picture taken with the
1: Bigfoot. Well, you know, uh it, it, it's bittersweet because I understand, uh, the, the way that the people feel about that. And it's the same thing as, uh, you know, in Nevada, uh, outside of area 51, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who have embraced the whole, uh, Roswell, uh, you know, the Roswell crash, uh, as part of their, Oh, this is, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're area 51 beer and, and chicken wings or whatever, you know, I mean, there are a lot of people in that area that have embraced it. And there are a lot of people who don't care for it. And, uh, you know it, it's a 50 50 split with a lot of that stuff when it comes to like roswell or when it comes to the gimli patterson area uh, uh,
0: idiots who uh thought that one day they were going that one day they said we're going to storm area 51 i'm like oh this is going to be good i wonder how mm-hmm. many people are going to get shot at by these by these military men with machine guns where they just turn around and start hauling ass
2: yeah.
0: Uh, I, I uh, would be like when the first one would be like, let's go forward. pow. pow, pow. Fuck you all. Wow.
1: <laughs> My friend Chris talked a lot about that. Uh, he had all kinds of ideas about the different, uh, the different waves of soldiers that were going to go in. First, it's going to be the Fortnite people. Then we're going to have the people who run in that, uh, uh, you know, only eat kale. And then, the I I don't know, I can't do his whole bit. But, yeah, he just, he had a really funny bit uh, he and I were talking about that he was like all those people that were going to storm Area 51. And then the anti-vaxxers come in from the left and then uh the pro-vaxxers come in from the right, and then they're fighting each other. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the X-Files yeah,
0: fans you know. comes in from behind.
1: <laughs> right.
0: I want to believe, <laughs> but yeah. I don't want to get shot. But, yeah, but I don't want to get shot, so
1: you go first. Uh. So, <laughs> yeah.
2: uh,
1: shit. So, um, yeah, so, let's see. What 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 are uh, some of what's some so, of yeah, your favorite
0: uh, cryptozoological horror films? Since it is Halloween month, mine it would have yeah. to be Night as a Demon, or as I affectionately nicknamed it, Bigfoot Tears Shed Up, because that's basically yeah. the whole movie. It's like five minutes of a story set up and then Bigfoot comes and fucks shit up.
1: Yeah, uh, that's funny you should say that because Knight of the Demon would be uh one of uh one of the top uh yeah, that that's one of my favorites too. Um and the thing the thing that i think is most interesting about a lot of the films that we're going to talk about for the next half hour uh it, it, they it, they seem to indicate that all of these creatures are just violent out of nowhere uh it, you know like well, like you, say, like,
0: that, you know
1: yeah.
0: he just showed up out of the blue Except for that one time when he When that biker pisses on him And he rips the biker's pee-pee off I can understand that I mean, he like pisses on his leg Hey, 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 hey hey."
1: Uh, Right, Uh, yeah Uh, But no, uh, yeah, that's definitely uh, One of my favorites And uh, even if you're not uh, You know this is hard for me to talk about because um when it comes to horror films I I prefer to uh, watch movies where oh this could actually happen you know like I like I like slasher films I like horror films where you know, people are held hostage, tortured, murdered in ways that could actually happen. So, like I said earlier, I do believe in Bigfoot and UFOs, Loch Ness monsters, et cetera. No. But, 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 uh, but I need, I need to actually see them. Uh, whereas when I watch a movie that's about murderers, I'm like, well, that could happen. I mean, uh, so I mean, uh, I've got nine. You
0: don't believe you know. that Bigfoot can jump out of the woods and gr- and two Girl Scouts just doing their uh, hunting badge, <laughs> doing their navigation badges, would have two big ass honking military knives, which Bigfoot <laughs> would make them stab each other. So oh well, that shouldn't mean... happen.
1: No, I don't think that I I I don't think that could happen
0: Every time I watch that I keep imagining Bigfoot with uh, Richard Pryor's voice from the from the Mac when he's going stick yourself stick yourself motherfucker stick yourself
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right Well, I'll tell you one that I like a lot, and uh, I have a lot to say about this, but um, The Legend of Boggy Creek, right? Yeah. Yeah, and and, uh, I, I, I will argue this until the day that I die. Blair Witch Project, which we were talking about a little bit earlier, is basically a remake of Legend of Boggy Creek, right? I mean, we get uh, interviews, whether real or fake, we don't know. But yeah. we get interviews with uh, with townsfolk about a local legend. And then we follow uh, the characters around as they... Uh, uh, you know, realize or uh, what am I trying to say? Like actualize, realize. They 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 live the stories that the townspeople are telling them. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's very that. I mean, I I think Legend of Boggy Creek really is, is like film. The, yeah. Yeah. It's the blue. Yeah. It's the blueprint. It's it, yeah. It's the blueprint for what uh, for for Blair Witch, which
0: well, and a, a lot of uh, found footage docu horror movies. They take uh, the way the events are shown in that as, and they use that as their blueprint. You know, yeah, it's like they have a checklist. Okay, did the but we had, uh, Pamela Pierce, Charles B. Pierce's, uh, daughter on the show once. Yeah,
1: yep. But when, but, but, but when you talk about, uh, blueprints for, uh, films like that, um, what, what would you say, I, if we go all the way back, um, when it comes to that, that found footage style, um, are we going to go all the way back to Cannibal Holocaust? Do you think that's the first real like quote unquote fake found footage film? Yeah. Would you, yeah. Would you say Cannibal Holocaust? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I yeah, I can't think of anything earlier than that. I think uh that some other films of that same era played with the idea, like I think Bloodsucking Freaks uh kind of had like a like an in joke, like you were supposed to be seeing uh you know, with the with the live with the live torture shows
0: uh, that oh, they were doing there's so many end you know- jokes and blood sucking freaks that if you didn't know off Broadway or Broadway culture would just fly over your head. <laughs> right. <laughs> like when the cop goes yeah. to Sardew, yeah, and after this is over we'll go to fucking Sardi's for dinner.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I definitely, yeah. But I, 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 I just wonder if, uh, if, if, if blood sucking freaks had been made in a different era, I just wonder if, uh, you know, it would have been a little more meta. You know what I mean? Like, it was a lot
0: more meta. And they focus more on the gore part and less on the sex part.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, uh, Abby and I were talking about this the other day because we were watching uh, Fraudline Devil. Uh, I don't know uh, if you've ever seen this film or if any of our uh, fans have ever yeah, watched it. Yeah, no, Nine uh, Devils. Is that the yeah, one with Boris Lugosi? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, it, it, uh, no, it... No, it... The, the stars are Lisa Long and Pamela Stanford. Uh, there's, there's not really a main uh, male star, but... Uh, yeah, it was directed by Mark Starr, and it's definitely a uh, you know, SS torture film from from the 70s. And uh Yeah, Abby and I were talking about it and we were just talking about how um um not so much that a movie like this couldn't come around nowadays but more like how these older films that were designed to play on 42nd Street were basically built around one sex scene and then just a lot of uh nonsense you know the, the, Yeah, uh,
0: they were based, you know, on titillation and stuff and what they could do.
1: Yeah. So it was like they would write one sex scene where you could see boobs and like this film is a, a particular example because it has a, uh, the, um, Nazi, Chick uh, makes the girl lick her boots before she spanks her, and then you know whatever. Uh, but it's like, yeah, that was the kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, that's it's really funny. in specific in your fetish, licking the boots. Well, yeah, right, and 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 you know that's that's what Abby and I were talking about when uh, when we were watching it and we were discussing it. Um, I said, you know, like, you know, when I was growing up and I had particular sexual fetishes about like boots and leather and rubber, or whatever, you know, um, we didn't have the internet back then. We didn't have those, those things were not at our exposure, but you know i also now i go back and i uh i watch these old 42nd street uh exploitation films and i see things like that like oh lick my leather lick my boots you know i'm gonna spank you i'm like well okay uh i (laughs) lived in new jersey I lived in New Jersey at the time but I was still too young to go over to Forty Second Street and uh and watch those movies. But it's like you don't even think about that anymore. Like now if I wanna jerk off to someone licking boots I can just go online and within ten minutes I'm done, you know? Like <laughs> you can find thousands of those uh images and videos online now, but
0: Yeah, uh, that yeah is the way it's really make them lose their dirtiness. It's like Bigfoot. It, you see all sorts of Bigfoot movies now. There wasn't you know.
1: Yeah. Or exactly, the crypto yeah, yeah.
0: You could find millions of people. Hell, you could probably find millions of podcasts that deal with this deal with this yeah. subject. So no matter yeah, how much yeah, we yeah. could talk tonight, we'd be look we still look like amateurs who are dipping their toes in the baby pool.
1: Right. Okay. So here's another one though. While uh, we still have uh, another like 20 minutes to go. Uh Here's another one that I wanted to talk about tonight. Uh Black eyed children. You, uh, have you heard about, about this? Have you seen about this? No. The, these black, black, black eyed kids. Uh This is another big one in the crypto world right now. And uh, it's the one that I am most fascinated with at the moment. So, apparently, and if I had to guess, I would say this has its origins in the vampire uh, mythology. Because, uh, so, apparently... Or that crappy come-
0: film they showed on the USA channel called The Children, where the kids had the black... Uh- eyes and the uh, fingernails
1: it it, it 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 that could have been part of it um I don't I don't believe I ever watched that but this story this is another one that has spread across social media um these kids who look like normal teenagers will knock on your door and they will tell you that they are in trouble. Uh, you know, our our parents uh, got. We were in a car accident, and our parents are dead. Or, you know, blah. Uh, you yeah, know, we, I've heard we're, about we're, that we're, not we're, the black-eyed kids, but about. the
0: whole thing. Someone knocking on the door. Oh my car is right. wrecked. Da da da.
2: Yeah. Let so me use with the your black.
0: Yeah. That's
1: a, yeah, another
0: which, modern.
1: Uh, well, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah it's urban another, legend. Like, yeah, and, and, but this one kind of crosses over into the supernatural because it's a, not only a modern urban legend, but it, they they ask to use your phone. They knock on the door. They ask to use your phone. They look in essence they look like normal teenage children but they have black like black eyes not just uh black irises or like their entire eyes are just black and i i, I don't know I, again this is one of those weird urban legend things because everyone who reports about this online Says that they didn't let the kids in They were like oh these kids creeped me out So I didn't let them in so okay Well what happens if you do let them in Uh, You know what I mean I mean I I need a story From the other side of the door Like who who lets them in And then tells me what happens once they Get into your house but Oh wait
0: I woke up with a sore Butthole
1: Uh Wait a second Wait Wait, there, there's a couple of kids outside my house right now.
0: Ah, yeah, fuck them.
1: Hello? I don't know what they're doing, Stephen. They're right outside my house right now. Oh my gosh. They're pissing uh, on your uh, pissing on your
0: shrubbery, I bet.
1: Oh man, uh, my my porch my my uh, my porch light just came on. It's uh. It's motion activated. Hold on, hold on, hold on, one second. Oh yeah, they're yeah they're they're coming right up. I'm gonna put the microphone up to the to the window and see if I can hear what they want. Hey, 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 what's going on out there?
2: Please let us in.
1: What, what do you need? What do you need out there? Our parents were in the car accident. We need to use our phone. There's a pay phone right on the corner. We don't have any change. Can you please lend us a quarter? I, I don't have any change either. I, I pay with
0: uh w- with a debit card wherever I go. Please go away. We just need a
3: place
1: to sleep. Can we please sleep on your couch? I don't have a couch. I sleep on the floor. My wife hates me. Go away. All right, they're leaving. Okay, thanks. Okay. All right, back to the show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think they snuck in your back door, man, and uh, stole your
1: weed while you
0: was uh, fucking with them in the front.
1: No one sneaks in my back door. I invite them in. (laughs) And I still have a huge bag of weed right here.
0: (laughs) Nigga, I got weed on my weed with my weed.
1: Yeah, I got
0: so much yeah, weed I to get where it's hidden.
1: <laughs> I was hanging out with my friend John earlier. I, I was hanging out with my friend John earlier and he was like, yo, man, uh, what's this weed that we're smoking? And I like, I'm not even bragging, dude. I was just like, I don't know, man. I'm like, I have so much weed. I don't even know which weed comes from where or what, like, It's fucking awesome, dude. Like having your, having your weed card, uh, is like having legal marijuana is so fucking awesome. I can't, I can't stress that enough. (laughs) Like just being able to have all the weed is so much fun. It's so much fun. (laughs) And, and I, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not goofing about it. Like, I don't just smoke weed because I like it. I It is actually medicine for me. I do have a medical card because I have nerve damage and the marijuana helps with the nerve damage. But it also helps with uh, everything else. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just. Yeah, it helps the nerve damage, but, oh, man, it just really helps everything. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean,
0: we really didn't get in because most of the movies that came out about cryptozoological, they, they're done like in the Sun Classic style of uh, the Bermuda Triangle and things like that. You're going to find more documentaries than you are horror film
1: yeah well um like you're saying a lot of that stuff that uh came out in the 70s and even um i mentioned earlier like legend of boggy creek which was kind of done in that uh blair witch style still um I think was intended to uh, educate about uh, true stories of uh, Bigfoot sightings. Um, and yeah, like you're talking that, about that. Uh, Boggy
0: Creek was based on real stories about the folk monster of folk Arkansas that Charles B. Pierce collected and put into that movie.
1: Yeah, and 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 like you were saying about that uh the Ber- Ber- Bermuda Triangle movie, I have a copy of that. And I also have the book as well. And that was intended uh to be more of a scientific explore of of these things. And um and and that's what I what I was talking about at the top of the show is I I yes, I do believe that I, I do believe in UFOs and Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster and you know all all of the all of the things that we could possibly talk about. I I do be, I do believe in those things in essence, but unless I see them for myself then I'm you know, I'm going to die a skeptic, but um I, I can't deny with all of the evidence that we've seen year after year after year uh, you know, I I don't believe this is a mass delusion. I believe that uh, there are creatures that we're never going to be able to identify. And uh, you know, we're never going to be able to identify as a society, but you know, if you see a UFO and you believe it, then you saw it. If you see, uh a lake monster and and you yeah, know for sure that you you saw it yeah
0: things i've ever seen i didn't see we were out on the lake one night night fishing and i was just sitting on the banks and all of a sudden i heard a bobcat and there was so much echo you couldn't tell who that bobcat was or a wildcat, so he was yeah. just sitting around the fire, scared shitless, like, "Oh my God, where is it? Is it gonna come fuck us up? Oh God!" Uh, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. Um, I remember there was a house that I lived in. Uh, oh, I must have been like thirteen years old. Uh we lived in a house way out in the wilderness and uh my parents told me and my brothers and sisters not to go too far into the woods uh for exactly that reason they were like there's bobcats out there and we were like eh whatever Yep we went out there one time and we did indeed get chased by a bobcat <laughs> Uh yeah. yeah he uh he yeah, yeah he, he he was looking for us We could see him up on the ridge up above us, and he was looking down, licking his lips like, one of you three is going to be my dinner tonight.
0: (laughs) Uh, Uh,
2: But but, another
0: uh, one. uh, The nature gone wild thing of the 70s, where the plants, nature, bugs, animals just get tired of us human shit. And they're going to kill us.
1: Yeah. uh, You know, and the funny thing about that, you mentioned those movies uh, from like the seventies and eighties. Well, I I guess going all the way back 60s, seventies, eighties, but um, I've, I've actually been noticing a resurgence in those themes in uh, modern science fiction uh, films. Um, and I think it, it not so much that it has to do with uh global warming per se, but it, it seems to be more in line with those seventies films. Like, Oh yeah. The animals are rising up. Nature is rising up. Uh, I, I, I I'm seeing a lot of that in some of the newer films that are coming out nowadays. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's always difficult for me to, uh, to, to work the metrics because, you know, you and I talk about uh, themes and films from multiple eras, but you and, and I kind of, and books. Yes. Yeah. And you and I, but you and I kind of keep our, uh, our, our fingers on the pulse for uh generation by generation. So um, I am curious to know whether or not uh, these, new films are inspired by some of those uh like uh, i like i'm thinking day of the animals grizzly um yeah well, you, gotta, you know i
0: think that some of these kid younger ones that are making these movies grew up on those movies
1: and love them and want to make their own well that that that's the point i was making is i i could yeah. say that about you or i I could say that about you or I, if, if we were making a movie nowadays, but I I wonder about some of these younger filmmakers, uh, if, if they are actually, uh, interested in, in that, or if it's just a coincidence, uh, you know, we'll, we'll never know.
0: Some of our influences. Like yeah, you remember Jill, sure. she's about, she's not, she's a young 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 filmmaker and her favorite film is detective chainsaw massacre
1: yeah yeah no and and, and uh for sure
0: yeah and, 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 and i was her, uh, thinking and, about uh next week and let's talk about uh well what we can watch uh one of the best flashes on halloween we've already decided on halloween and how about next week? We uh, since we can't come up with a good cryptozoology movie, we talk about a movie that was made for chicken shit. Well,
1: you cut out on me for a minute. What uh, I, I heard you say, chicken a shit, movie, and
0: then what? Yeah, a movie that was made yeah. for next to nothing on the off period in between seasons of a television show
1: okay so we're going to talk about psycho yeah all right there you go <laughs>
0: okay.
1: uh and yeah. with, uh,
0: so, and i yeah. have the show to make up and next weekend will be me and fred doing the wnuf uh halloween special and record we we're still going to do that
1: uh yeah uh also okay, buddy. yeah i i i'll call in and uh and drop a few comments on the wnuf if uh if if you guys will have me for a minute um sure and uh and uh the other thing i wanted to mention uh what was i going to say uh i had something else i wanted to oh um in the vein of the cryptozoology uh, thing um, here in Maine, we are uh, honored to have Lauren Coleman. He runs the cryptozoology museum in Portland, Maine, and he's actually about to open a second cryptozoology museum in Bangor, Maine, right around the corner from where, uh, uh best-selling author Stephen king lives so if you are interested in anything cryptos yeah 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 if you are uh, interested in anything crypto zoological uh from uh you know bigfoot loch Ness monster you know and, 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 and ghost goblins any of that stuff um you can go down to Thompson's Point in Portland, Maine, and there's the Cryptozoology Museum down there. And there's the new Cryptozoology Museum opening in Bangor, Maine. Those are run by uh, my good friend Lauren Coleman, who is also a best-selling author. You can find his books on Amazon, uh, and uh, yeah, just check it out if you're interested in cryptozoology. This guy is your man. Uh, if if frogs are falling from the sky or uh scary clowns or trying to steal your children uh in the woods in massachusetts uh he's got your back he, he he he's got you so check it out lauren coleman uh and both of his museums bangor and portland yeah you got you're gonna love it i promise i promise
0: and, as a good night, don't forget, folks, when it comes to cryptozoological fact, there's a thin line between being an art bell and being a criswell
1: <laughs> what, but 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 remember, if you're a criswell. Uh you can spend the time with us in the future because that is where we will all spend our time. <laughs> uh, good night,
0: everybody. And we'll see you when we see you.
1: Thanks for listening. Remember, get vaccinated, wear a mask, be safe, be happy, be healthy, be smart. Let's do this. All right. Love you all. Thanks for listening and uh, tune in next week. We'll be back. Peace. Good night,
2: sweetheart.
0: Well, it's
2: time to go. Good night, sweetheart. Well,
3: it's time to go. I hate to leave you, but I will. Do, 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 do. Good night, sweetheart Well, it's time to go do, do,
2: do, do, do. Good night, night
3: sweetheart when Well, it's time to go, go. Do, 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 do. I hate to leave you I really must say Oh, good, good night, night, sweetheart Good night Well, it's three o'clock in the morning Baby, I just can't get right Well, I hate to leave you, baby don't mean maybe Because I love you so mother, oh, and your father, we'll like it if I stay here too long, one kiss and the and I'll be going, you
1: know I